Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Now, back to Kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. And welcome back, Kickoff. Boomer and Valenti, the picks. Uh, I will just tell you last week, mistakes were made. Um, yikes. Uh, I'm 15, 14, and 1. Boom's 10, 19, and 1. Not a good, not a great week last week. But you know what? We're on to week three. Well, there's a lot of crazy things that happened in the NFL. I mean, like, look what happened with Miami. Look what happened with the Jets. I mean, it was just, it's about as unpredictable as I could ever remember. Yeah, it's why we love it. All right, let's get in it. Game one. Picks of the week. Let's start out with this. This is a fun one. I think arguably the most difficult game of the week. Lions getting six and a half, traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota destroyed on Monday night. Kick it off. Well, you know, just from a former player's perspective, I used to hate playing a team that got killed on national TV away from home, knowing that when they came back the next week, it was going to be a rough week of practice. I'm yep. sure that Kevin O'Connell has probably put his foot down a few a few times if he's capable of doing that. You know, this is the new way of coaching. Uh, but I would like to think that the Vikings are going to come back. But I do really kind of appreciate the Lions and the effort and what they look like. I'm going to take the Lions and the points, and I think this uh, this game will probably be another high-scoring game for them. Yeah, I want to take them badly. Uh, offensive line's banged up. Might get Ragnow back this week. Jonah Jackson's still banged up. But here's my thing. What time does this game kick off on Sunday? Yeah, well, you tell me. I'm not sure. 1 o'clock, not which good? means I can trust Kirk Cousins again. <laughs> I think it's a Vikings bounce-back spot. Uh, you're one of these uh, Kirk Cousins primetime guys. I, I mean, I, boom, he's 2-10 and 10 on Monday night. He did win two of them. Fair enough. All right, I'll take the Vikings. Okay. Game two, Ravens laying three and a half at the Patriots. Yeah, you know, I, um, I'm, the Patriots don't have the passing game that the Miami Dolphins have. I, I doubt that the Ravens or the uh, Patriots are going to score over 24 to 27 points in this game. I think it's a really, really tight game. I'll take the home dog in the Ravens, I mean, in you. the uh, Patriots. And uh, the Patriots' defense is vastly underrated. Not very many people are talking about it. Here's the other thing. Patriots, great run, D. Ravens, and I still, when the chips are down, it's my own bias. I'm probably being unfair. Lamar ain't it, man. You got to, I just don't trust him. Well, here's the thing. 
you have to get up on the Ravens. Yes. That's where they have problems. They usually play well with the lead, although that didn't happen last week. It was As you saw, both their offense and defense collapse where they couldn't make any plays in the fourth quarter. I'll take that. I'm with you, though. Belichick, home dog? Yes, please. All right. Game three. This is this is flea-ridden. Saints laying three at the Panthers. Man. This is of, only because we're professionals oh that we have to select this game. I would stay away from this game. You know, I, I know that there was a report that Jameis Winston has some, like, uh, 17 broken bones in his back. It, it is back, yeah. And I'm just wondering how much longer can he play under under that condition. But then again, on the other side, Baker Mayfield's been playing like his hair is on fire. I know. And, you know, say what you want about the Saints. The defense, they got a good defense. They're going to get after him. Um I, I, I'm going to take the Saints here just simply because I do think that they are a playoff team. And once again, they showed you that they're, they're a tough football team. Even though they lost to the Bucks last week at home, they are a tough football team, and I think they're going to be too tough for Baker. Yeah, and again, they didn't have Kamara. They turned it over five times. Like, it's not like the defense didn't show up. Look, you got to promise me. If this goes sideways, I am not allowed to select Carolina the rest of the okay. game. I'm going to take the home dog. It just Carolina makes sense on paper. Why are they this awful? I'll take the Panthers. You know why? Because their quarterback's inaccurate and can't make a big play at a big moment in the game. And it's unfortunate because that's kind of like been – it wasn't Baker's um, personality or his reputation coming out of school – but it now, unfortunately, is settling in for him, and, and he has to overcome that. Let's go from bad to worse. Texans <laughs> getting two and a half at the Bears. What the hell are we doing? Are we going to throw the ball in Chicago? What? Explain it. Fields has got like 180 yards in two games. You know, um, I would I would just say that Matt Eberflus and Luke Getze, their offense coordinator, got to find out whether or not their quarterback is the quarterback of the future. The best way you do that is by letting him throw the ball. So the one thing I usually expect, if he threw it 11 last week, he's going to throw it 40 this week. And Houston's a little bit of a, you know, kind of a, a unique team. I think Lovey Smith has got the young defense playing well. Davis Mills is doing okay, but he's not really a difference maker. I like the Bears in this one. Same. Um, this is one of my favorite games of the week. Chiefs laying six and a half at the Colts. Yeah, and the Colts, you talk about a pressure point. This is one right here from my former college roommate, Frank Reich, who was the head coach, and they lose to the Texans and Jaguars in back-to-back weeks, and last week was embarrassing. You know, the Jaguars are better than a lot of people think. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is coming along, like I was telling you. Uh, Doug Peterson is actually the adult in the room down there for them. Uh, I like the Chiefs here. I do not like the way that the Colts are playing. I don't Uh like the way their offense looks. I don't like the way that Matt Ryan looks. And it may take another couple weeks, believe it or not, before Matt Ryan finally gets comfortable in this offense. Uh, this is the Rudolph Christmas special, Island of Misfit Toys for me. I, this is exactly the type of spot where everything screams Chiefs and you go right to the other side. This is the Alamo for the Colts. I'm taking the Colts with the points. Uh, Eagles at the Commanders laying six and a half. You know, um, Commanders actually have one of the higher scoring offenses in football. But they also have a turnover-prone quarterback. Uh, I, I think the commanders will keep it close. I think that it will be a very physically run-oriented game. Uh, but I do think the Pittsburgh—I mean, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles will win the game. But I'm going to take the commanders and the points. Yeah, as much as I like the Eagles and Jalen Hurts and what they have going on, you got to be in rarefied air to throw a touchdown in a road divisional game. So I'm going to take the commanders, take the home dog, take the points. Bills, five and a half at the Dolphins. This is what you call a measuring stick game for the Miami Dolphins. You know, they're sitting there. 
They're feeling pretty good about themselves. We just talked about the speed. Uh, but now they're going to be playing against what I would consider is one of the top two, three quarterbacks in the league who's on a quest to get an MVP and take his team to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think this game is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Buffalo Bills are finally going to meet a team that will be able to run with them. So I, I will take Buffalo to win the game, but I'm going to take Miami in the points. When you see five and a half, I call that the devil's number. Okay. you got to take the dog. And – they're going to put them on that sunny side of the field. They're going to be baking on the bench. You got a you got a coach swag factor with the gold watch. Yes, I, you're right. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Um, I would like to opt out of this game. <laughs> Bengals at the Jets. Bengals laying. Now it is five and a half. That's unbelievable to me. So everybody's now expecting that the Bengals are are going to explode finally, that they're going to get it figured out, and that the Jets are what everybody thinks they are. The Jets are better than what people are giving them credit for. I'm going to take another high-scoring game, and I'm going to take the points in the Jets. Me too. And until Jonah Williams and Lael Collins and Kappa, until that offensive line starts playing better, how am I supposed to just go on the road? And people don't understand. that The, the talent gaps in this league, are. this is not college football. Beating teams by seven or more. It's not, it's not easy. It's and hard. We always saw that last week, the same right. thing. We, have big, we had big spreads last week. Here's the other thing, too. So you have Carl Lawson of the Jets. Former Bengal. Yeah. He would love to have the game of his life. And, yep. and believe you me, their defense is a little bit better uh, than people think. And, and and I do think high scoring and whoever has this ball last is going to have a chance. And to by win the, the way, game. Garrett Wilson looks absolutely phenomenal. He does. Looks like the Jets really hit with that pick. And by the way, Joe Flacco, I will say, in the fourth quarter of last yeah. week's game, looked like MVP Joe Flacco of the Super Bowl. You're not going to see Zach Wilson doing those things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not let's, this week, anyway. Let's go Raiders laying two and a half at Tennessee. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not digging either one of these teams right now. Um, I know Ryan Tannehill is under fire. You know, you know what they want down there in Tennessee. They want Malik Willis on the field. They think they want that. They don't want that. But I'm, but Malik Willis gives, brings you a spark. If I, if I were them, I would try to find ways to use him. Packages? Yes. I would try to find ways to put his athleticism on display. He doesn't know the entire offense. He doesn't know how to read defenses yet. No. He's still a young kid. They weren't learning that at Liberty. Exactly. So he needs to have plays within the game, I think, to take advantage of his special abilities. Now, he can throw. He can run. And if you keep it simple, relatively simple for the young kids that come into the into the game, they can have an impact. That's what I would do if I were Mike Vrabel. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Raiders here, and I and the reason I'm gonna go with the Raiders is because man, they're in every game. They just they're like the Bengals. They yeah. just have not figured out how to get it done yet, and I think they'll get it done here. Um, here's the other thing, and this might be way way too early to say this, but I I pride myself on watching everything, not just talking about it. Derrick Henry looks baked. Derrick Henry, the age, now he's 28. I don't know, man. I don't see Derrick Henry get tackled with ankle tackles. Where, I mean, Tay Crowder of the Giants almost assassinated him. I go, where's Derrick Henry? I am I think that, I told you, I hated the Titans offseason. I was out on them. I'm going Raiders. Well, again, we go back to the pass rush or the lack thereof. They, do not, they don't no. really have one without Harold Landry. And the one thing I will say about uh, the Raiders, they do have a pass rush, 
and they do have Devontae Adams. So they're going to score points. You know it. Provided Hunter Renfro stops fumbling. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus um, you need to hold my hand on this one. This is the trap of traps, and this is one of your pet teams. Jags getting seven, traveling to the Chargers. Yeah, so uh, the Chargers coming off the bad loss, and guess what? Justin Herbert's not 100%. Rib cartilage? Rib cartilage, very painful. Have you had that injury? Uh, I had that injury. I played with it. I never took any shots when I played, so I played with it, and it, and it can be debilitating. Now, they may give him a shot, but remember what happened the last time a quarterback out there had a rib problem. His name was Tyrod Taylor, and he had his lung punctured, yeah. and that is what gave Justin Herbert the chance to go and play. I'm thinking the Jags and the points. You know, it's interesting, too. Eddie, Eddie just chatted with me over the talkback. Normally, I'd say, hey, it's going to be a Jags home game. This may just be a stadium full of Rob Lowe's wearing an <laughs> NFL logo hat. I hope both teams have fun. Uh, I'm going to take the Jags with the points. Uh, look, I love the Chargers. I love Herbert. But the Chargers also, it's another one of these teams. They'll beat you, but they don't blow you out. So I'm going to yeah, take the Jags. And plus, and plus, his rib cartilage is a thing. It's a real thing, and it bothered him. And you could see how it bothered him that Thursday night game in Kansas City. Atlanta travels to Seattle. Atlanta (laughs) getting a point and a half. You're disgusted by this game? You just don't want to watch it. I'm taking Atlanta. I'm taking the Artie party. I really am. I I love their run scheme. I I also think that, uh, you know, the Geno Smith experiment and whatever, they beat Russell Wilson in week one. That was their Super Bowl. And, you know, these two teams are going to be in the running for top five draft picks. And look, I'll say this. I know it's it's everyone can say shoulda, coulda, woulda. That's how the league works. Atlanta should be one and one, could be two and oh. Yes. Um, God help me. I'm taking Arthur Smith and Marcus Mariota to go on the road and win a game. Already party time. Already party. Like Drake London. Another one. Another one. He's stu- he looks fantastic. He does. Rams laying three and a half. They travel to this show's least favorite team, the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm taking the Rams, man. You remember the last time we saw the Rams and Cardinals play? <sighs> Nightmare see, fuel. Yeah, did you see what happened with Kyler Murray? Is he reading defenses? Um, I think the Rams, you know, kind of got back on track, you know, kind of lost it a little bit towards the end of their game last week, got got a little bit bored, I think, and allowed Atlanta to get back into the game. Um, I think that they will drill uh, oh, the Cardinals. God help me. All right, for the sake of the show, for the sake of ball breaking, yeah. I'm going to take Arizona one time. One time. I got to see. Boomer, just let me endure the pain. You I'm can t- have it if you I'm want. I'm taking the fine. three and a half. I got to give them one free roll. Niners, Broncos. Oh, Nate Hackett. Go ahead. Niners laying a point and a half. 
Honestly, you, you explain hey, this guy. The Niners are better with Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback, I'm telling you right now. And you saw Russell Wilson running around all over the place against uh, Houston. He ran around all over the place against Seattle. This is why Seattle wanted to trade him and get rid of him and not have to pay him that contract extension against this defense. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. At that point, that spread is weird. Well, it's... I thought it would have been bigger. I'm with you, and you know what happens. This is where outer space, intergalactic Nathaniel Hackett happens, and he beats us. But I can't do it. This guy cannot figure out time, down, distance. And he ran a fullback option on third and inches. I, I'm out. Niners, Sometimes lay the points. Sometimes those fullback options work, you know. When? When you were back in Maryland? Maybe, but Come sometimes on. they work. All right, Niners, even though I know what's about to happen. Monday Night Football, Giants, America's Giants, the America's 2-0 Giants. Giants. Yes. The Giants are laying one updated number at home against the Cowboys. So when Dak Prescott gets hurt here in New York, I go on WFAN, and I say, let's take a look at the Giants' next three teams that they have to play. Of course, it's the Panthers with Baker Mayfield. Yep. It's now the Cowboys, and then come the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields. Mike, could the Giants end up being four and zero after oh, man. four games? Keep and talking. Like, now, <laughs> is Kayvon Thibodeau playing? You know, is Ojolari playing? If those guys are playing, then I'm going to take the Giants, and I think I'm going to stick with them because there's something about Brian Dable. And Wink Martindale and there how these is. players are responding to the way that they're being coached. And, uh, you know, Daniel Jones has got to come out of his shell as well, too. Wink Martindale. I, I've, I, it has been since, like, Spags in his prime where I've had faith in a D coordinator with the Giants dictating terms. And Wink is a maniac, but in all the right ways. <laughs> no, I love it. No, he is a maniac. And it's just, know. listen, one time for me, for America – Giants, 3-0. Give it to me. All right, we'll get the best of the best. We got a trouble index, and we got Boomer's final word all coming up next. Boomer and Valenny, it's kickoff.